Late Night Health continues. Uh, I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, our next guest um, has written a book. It just came out, Truth, Lies, and Alzheimer's Disease, Its Secret Faces. Uh, let me give you a couple of statistics. Uh, by the uh, year, um, well, uh, every 66 seconds, a new patient is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And um, by the year 2050, that number will go down to um, 33 seconds. Uh, our guest, as I said, is um, uh, uh, Lisa uh, Skinner. And we go to Napa Valley uh, to talk to her. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Well, hi, Mark. I'm doing well. How are you? Terrific. Uh, I've said this many times on the show, and that is I want to wake up knowing I'm Mark. Do I have a good chance of that, or should I be really afraid of Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia? It can strike anybody, but there are risk factors that will increase a person's chances of developing it later on in life. So, um, your, depending on how many risk factors are stacked up um, against you, will determine um, ultimately what risk a level you're really at. But again, even if you're a really high risk, and I am very high risk, I have eight, I've had eight family members of my own um, suffer from one of the brain diseases that causes dementia, five of those have been blood relatives. Three were through marriage. But um, so I'm, I'm obviously worried that due to my family history, I could end up with it. But this doesn't necessarily mean I will. Um, so, yeah, so you have to kind of weigh the risk factors that stack up against you. And then there are certain risk factors that are what we call modifiable or manageable, and there's some that are not. So the number one risk factor that all of us have going against us is age. This is uh, a disease. Dementia is something that shows up typically after the age of 65, and for every five years after the age of 65, your risk of developing it increases. But then there's the modifiable risk factors. The second highest risk factors for people developing Alzheimer's disease is cardiovascular disease. But cardiovascular disease can be managed with medication and exercise and diet. So if you have high blood pressure or hypertension or a different type of cardiovascular disease and it's being managed, then that will then negate that as being a really high risk factor for you. So, uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa um, I'm, I'm thinking of a movie and I, I'm going to ask Daryl the name of it. I think it was Blade Runner um, with Harrison Ford and, and they, uh, they killed everybody who was 30, over the age of 30. Maybe we should do that and, you know, to, to, to prevent Alzheimer's? I mean, 
it sounds a little drastic. Am I right with the name of the uh, movie, uh, Daryl? Well, Harrison Ford was in Blade Runner. The, the premise of the film, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not, I don't think I saw it. That, oh, okay. Well, there was one that, you know, anybody over 30 was killed uh, or recycled, as they said. Um, that could have been sort of the green I, I don't, recycling thing, yeah. Got it. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, I, I'm concerned, Lisa. Is there something that we can do uh, to offset all of those risk factors that you were mentioning? I think that uh, it could start with a lot of us changing our um, lifestyles and adopting more of a Mediterranean-type type diet, so eat less red meat eat lean meat, mostly fish, chicken. Exercise is extremely important. Um, so your simple comp your simple carbohydrates, limit those because that type of diet, we there are studies that show uh, increase your risk factors. And exercise um, will decrease your risk factors and staying very active, challenging your brain, learning a musical instrument or a foreign language or take a course on something. Um, so that's a place to start. Uh, and then manage your high risk factors. Diabetes is another very high risk factor, but that's manageable. That can be treated with medication, but again, you have to change your diet and your exercise commitment and all those other things that most of us hate to do. And it is very promising for people who do make that commitment. It will lower, it can lower their risk of developing Alzheimer's. But that's going to eliminate early onset Alzheimer's disease, which is Genetic, but again, if uh, if you carry the gene that causes early onset Alzheimer's, that still doesn't necessarily mean you will develop it. But that particular um, I mean, variety of Alzheimer's disease shows up in people as early as thirty. Yes, uh, I have a friend who's at the age of fifty-nine had to take. A medical disability because he his short-term memory was that of a gnat and I'm 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 being a little facetious here but he doesn't remember things from one day to the next it's very sad and he is young and physically he's active he eats well um, it just it happened um, everybody at one point or another forgets a word. Young people do it, older people do it, but as we get older, we send, tend to forget words. You'll be saying a sentence, we'll be interviewing, you know, Lisa Skinner uh, uh, about her book, uh, uh, Truth, Lies, and Alzheimer's, uh, It's Secret Faces, and you forget a word. Is this something to be worried about or is it just 
happens that uh, sometimes the database in your brain doesn't get accessed? <laughs> uh, it can be something to worry about, but on the other hand, it could be part of the normal aging process, and it's very common. It happens to me all the time. It happens to a lot of people. And I had so many people approach me and say, oh, I'm starting to forget the names of things or I'll be talking to somebody and I just can't think of the word I want to say and I'm afraid I'm developing dementia. Not necessarily, because it is part of the normal aging process and it happens to most of us. The thing that's really difficult with brain diseases that cause dementia is we can live with the symptoms for years before it becomes so obvious that there is something more serious going on. And most people are not even diagnosed with the disease until they're already in their mid-stages because the symptoms in the beginning stage of Alzheimer's or one of the other brain diseases that causes dementia are subtle. So it's very difficult to discern whether or not this this is just a simple matter of the normal aging process or if there is something more serious. So if... Lisa, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back in a few minutes and continue our conversation. We're talking with Lisa Skinner. She's the author of Truth, Lies, and Alzheimer's, Its Secret Faces. I want to talk about Its Secret Faces when we come back. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Be sure to join us at LateNightHealth.com. Lots going on over there. And you can also visit us at Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash LateNightHealthRadio. Lisa Daryl and I return as Late Night Health continues. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment.
If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging, parents or just have fun find out about the advertising opportunities with late night health call us at 805-391-0308 that's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at late night that's info at late night join late night health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care call now at 805-391-0308 that's 805-391-0308 Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. Grief can be such a burden on your heart. It can be crippling to the point where you can't even seem to function. I've been there and I know that pain. But I also know you're not alone in that sorrow. We're all going through something in this life. Just as the sun has to face dark days, so do we. But the sun also has to shine again. Letting go of grief is not about letting go of your loved one. It's about making room in your heart for the love that you hold for them. If you have great grief, then you must have a very big heart too. It's time to fill your heart with that love and share it with everyone. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHelp.com. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghost writing anything, from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, our guest is Lisa Skinner, and the book is Truth, Lies, and Alzheimer's. It's Secret Faces. Lisa, what do you mean secrets? Fa- the secret faces of Alzheimer's? The brain goes through so many dramatic changes as the disease is damaging the brain cells and as a result of the damage being done to the brain especially the short term memory when it's Alzheimer's disease shows up in a variety of different behaviors and it's all part of the disease but the reason why I called it its secret faces is um, quite frankly when you're suffering from dementia uh, you go through personality changes you go through a lot of behavioral changes you go through different realities as the 
uh, damage is being done to the short-term memory. That short-term memory literally flips on and off throughout the entire process of the disease. In the beginning stages, the, the short-term memory is functioning just fine sometimes, and then it just shuts off. And in the middle stages of the disease, it's functioning fine sometimes, and other times it's off. At the end of so it's the like disease, a so it's like a light switch. Exactly like a light switch, and you never know when that switch is going to flip on and flip off. By the end of the disease, most people completely lose their short-term memory, but the long-term memory stays intact. So when the short-term memory is completely gone, we pull from our long-term memory. So this is where the secret faces come in because. You don't know who's going to show up at any given moment um, in the person who is suffering from the disease. So, so I, would this be would this be why some people, you know, well, I would walk in to see my mother, and she didn't have Alzheimer's, but she had what they termed mixed dementia, and she would sometimes think of me as her deceased brother. Um, and sometimes people, w w would that be a, a, a condition or a symptomology that is, that is common? That is exactly what happened. So in your mother's case, her short-term, when you went to visit her and she thought you were her deceased brother, her short-term mem memory switch had flipped off. She was reverting back to another time in her past. So the reason why she didn't recognize you as her son is because in her mind, she was not even at an age yet where she got married, let alone would have an adult son. So she knew she recognized you, but putting two and two together in her reality, you had to have been her brother versus her son because... She didn't have a son yet in her mind. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. How do you respond to that? I know what I did. I want to see if I did it correctly. I would say gently, Mom, I'm Mark. I'm not Herb. And then she would say, of course. Oh, yeah, you're right. So what we train people to do is what we call in our industry in a situation join their reality and the reason okay. why it we've discovered that trying to correct somebody or or steer them back into our reality doesn't work is because that short-term memory switch has been flipped off so no matter what you do or say to somebody to try to convince them that they're having this false belief in their mind, they truly, honestly believe it. So your mom might have said that just to appease you, even though she still really, truly believed you were Herb. But, um, you know, we, we appease our children that way, too. So, you know, when our children uh, take a stuffed animal, for example, and say, oh, mommy, 
my bear bit me and it's bleeding and I need a Band-Aid. And you know that they just want a Band-Aid. And we go along with it and say, oh, that's too bad. Okay, let's get you a Band-Aid. We're joining their reality and it's just fine because we're just appeasing their, their, um, their playfulness at the time. It's not playfulness when you have a brain disease, but it is their reality for that given time. That, that short-term memory switch might flip back on, and then they'll come back into our reality, and she may have recognized you as her son, but you've got to listen to the cues of what they're saying to kind of pinpoint or, or determine whether or not that short-term memory switch has been flipped off and then listen for the cue so you can figure out where they are in their in their lifetime, um, where their mind has gone back to, and then join that reality for that time being. Otherwise, Lisa, it's really Lisa? Yes? Lisa, uh, we only have a couple of minutes left. You've been working with people who have brain disease and disorders for over 25 years how do you do it I mean it's got to be very sad watching somebody deteriorate like that and then doing it over and over and over again it's a gift we need people like you how does Lisa manage it I just always remind myself what's difficult it is for families to deal with it and it's very stressful and uncomfortable and because I have such you know training and knowledge and personal experience and practical experience working with families I feel that it's kind of um, my my duty to show them how they can have a much better relationship with their loved one, knowing how to effectively react to these faces, to respond to the behaviors. So that's why I do it, because I don't want people to have to struggle through this. It's a long, drawn-out disease. The average length of time is 18, 8 to 15 years. That's a long oh my. time to struggle. Yeah. Uh, and you've been doing this for over 25 years. Are you still working with people? I know you, you spent time writing your book, but are you still in the trenches day to day? Well, I'm, I'm, I backed off of the one-to-one counseling service that I did for years, but I am working on a course that I'm going to offer to people. It will be like a, a Zoom course over a six-week period to help them uh, navigate through the disease and learn the tools. And, and it's actually learning a new language, how to communicate with somebody yes. with cognitive dysfunction. Lisa, thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Lisa Skinner's been our guest. The book is uh, just out. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and at uh, Amazon and wherever uh, fine books are sold. Truth, Lies, and Alzheimer's. It's Secret Faces by Lisa Skinner. Lisa, thank you again, and thank you again for listening and tuning in. Daryl, thank you for everything you do to keep me going and... Um, on time. I appreciate that. My pleasure. And uh, 
We will see everybody next week. Have a good week, everybody. Have a great week. Most importantly, have a healthy week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.